Welcome to the Men's Health Matters Podcast with Sorted's Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. Here we go again. Another month has gone by. Hasn't that flown by, Doc? Oh, time just flies by when you're having fun. How was your summer? Summer, uh, yeah, last week it was great. Yeah, the sun was out. And um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. It's been uh, it's quite exciting, actually. Lots, uh, lots of exciting things to uh, plan for and look forward to. So. That's nice, isn't it? That is really nice. Looking forward to stuff. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So um, what's the weather like up in Bonnie, Scotland? It is uh, windy and a bit damp today, um, but it's, yeah, typical Scottish weather. <laughs> Thank it you. It was sunny earlier and it's now, looking out the window, it's a bit wet now. So, Thank yeah. you for your concerned text the other day after we had a tornado in Littlehampton. Oh, gee, yeah, I saw, I saw it in the news. I thought, my gosh, Littlehampton, it's not very often you get mentioned on the uh, national news. And then I thought, let's check, you're still there. Still here. There was a tornado down close yeah. in Littlehampton. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that mad? Yeah. Crazy, crazy. But it's a mad summery day again today. It's been terrible. It became very autumnal, uh, yeah. which leads me to ask, because I keep getting texts from my local GP saying, come in for a flu jab. How important yeah. are these? And, of course, COVID jabs as, as well. There's a new one of those out and yep. about. It's a bit hard to get it at the moment. You've got to drive a long way, as far as oh, we're concerned, you? down oh. here. All right. Okay. Um, do, do you have any so, available up there? <laughs> well, I'm seeing well, in a week, so I thought you might yeah, yeah, you are, give me yeah, an injection. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's COVID. Unfortunately, it's never gone away. I think everybody thought, "Oh, COVID's disappeared." It's never has. Um, but it's it's certainly there's been a significant rise in cases um, across the whole of the UK. Um, I was looking at the uh, the numbers uh, earlier today. So there's been a 28% rise in cases, 29% rise in deaths, and a 30% rise in hospital admissions. So oh, wow. although it's not quite pandemic uh, levels, it's certainly it's what is it the uh, clever people say it's a it's a cause for concern. So yeah, it's certainly a cause for concern. And given that we're heading into autumn winter time. Um, it would be ideal if everybody who should be uh, got themselves vaccinated, uh, an up- updated vaccine or booster for COVID and also for their flu, their annual flu. And you normally get them at the same time, one in each arm, if you wish, or you can get them both in the one arm. But I would uh, I would suggest one in each arm is probably a bit, a bit gentler on you. So, so definitely get it if you can. A flu jab is important as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You you don't want to get flu. If you get really bad flu, it's it's a horrible thing. It really it knocks you for six. Completely knocks you for six. Yeah, I've had it a couple of times in my life, and you are so ill, you can't get out of bed, you can't eat, yeah. you can't drink. It yeah. isn't a cold, is it? I know as men, no, no, no. we talk about man flu because you you sneeze twice in the morning. Yeah, it's very different, yeah. isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I get I get patients quite often phoning up saying, "Oh, I had the flu for for a couple of days last week." And I'm going, "Nah, you didn't have the flu for a couple of days. You might have had a bad cold, but you certainly did not have the flu. If you had the flu, you would be in bed for a week." Yeah. So it's even worth paying for because I get it free these days because I've had a few medical issues. But I used to pay a tenner, um, so it's well yeah. worth it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think um, I think it's over sixty fives are, uh, and those who are who have other medical conditions should be getting it on the NHS. So, 
uh, yeah, just get get in and get it as soon as you can. And if if you have to pay for it uh, or you choose to pay for it, well, yeah, it's, it's ten pounds well spent. If, if that's Isn't it, it just still costs? Yeah, definitely. And is the flu jab one of the those that you you have mild symptoms very briefly or not? So yeah, there's a bit of a, a kind of misunderstanding. Flu, the flu vaccine is not it's not a live vaccine, so you cannot get the flu from it. The, the, there's only there's a very very small number of vaccines that are, are what are called live vaccines, so they actually give you a small dose of the the infection itself. Flu is not one of them, and the COVID is not one of them, so you can't catch any of the illnesses. You can feel a bit fluey. Or uh, for a day or two, but it's normally pretty mild, and you know, paracetamol, plenty of fluids, and you should be feeling back to normal in a few days. Certainly, a lot, a lot better than uh, having a nasty flu or or a hospital admission with COVID. Brilliant. Here we go with another great episode. So, Doc, we've discussed many topics. Here's one that. Uh, it certainly doesn't affect me for once or <laughs> no. you by the looks of it. No, hair, no, loss. No. hair loss. Hair loss. Yeah. What's the difference right from the beginning between alopecia and hair loss? Is alopecia a type of hair loss? Yeah. Al- alopecia is the, is the kind of, I suppose the technical medical term for, uh, for hair loss. Um, there's lots of different types of alopecia. There's different causes for it. Um, and it's often different for men and ladies, depending on uh, uh, or depending on whether you're a man or a woman, what the cause is. Um, but if we're we're doing the men's health podcast, so uh, we, we stick with um, issues for men. It's something I see not uncommonly, actually. Um, men coming in saying, you know, my, my hair's got really thin, or I've lost some hair. Um, what what can I do about it? Um, and yeah, we we have a chat, and you know, what age are you? Well, I'm sixty. Um, well, okay, by sixty, sixty five percent of men will have will have a degree of uh, of hair loss. Um, so there's about eight million men uh, in in the UK have it at any one time. So it is it is a it, it's an issue that as you get older, you tend to lose lose your hair. Fortunately, you and I, um, I'm, I'm even older than you are, are, um, are still blessed with a full head of hair. And it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I said it doesn't affect us. Well, it does affect us because I heard this on QI that all of us lose 50 to 100 hairs a yeah. day. But every, we are lucky that ours yeah. come back again. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. So we do shed hairs every day. That's That's perfectly normal. It's like shedding skin cells. You shed hair, um, a hundred hairs. You wouldn't, if you had it on one clump, you might. But given that it's spread across the day and it's from various parts of your head, it's you tend not to notice it. But this, it does grow back usually. It usually grows back because the hair follicle itself, at the base of the hair, uh, is not uh, is not damaged. So, what are the causes then of hair loss? So you can have uh, hair loss um, following a, an acute illness. So if you've had a very severe illness, you can actually lose a significant amount of hair. Um, severe stress or trauma, you can lose hair. Um, certain cancer treatments, uh, particularly chemotherapy, um, can cause hair loss. Um, if you're iron deficient or you've got a thyroid disorder, then again, you can, you can have uh, quite significant hair loss, actually. Uh, but they're usually temporary, and the hair grows back. Um, permanent hair loss is is something that that usually men get. Um, it's called the sort of male pattern baldness. 
Um, and that's that's a permanent thing. It's it's not really well understood. It's thought to be um, a combination of genetic and hormonal factors um, to do with testosterone, higher levels of testosterone causing thinner, uh, shorter, and, and more fragile hair that tends to uh, to come away. And I guess it's hereditary as well. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. It, it, there's a genetic component to it. Um, yep. Yeah. So you know, if you're, I mean, my dad's in his eighties now, and he's still got a full head of hair. It's it's quite white, but uh, it's still there. Um, but yeah, if you've if you've got a family history of um, um, male baldness or male hair loss, then you're more likely to to get that uh, yourself as well. So my dad, he is in his mid eighties. He's got a forehead of white hair. Yeah. But his dad was bald by 70. Yeah. Do you get it from your dad's side or your mum's side? Because my mum's dad, my grandparent on my mum's side, had a full head of jet black hair when he died. Right. Wow. Which side do you wow. get it from? Or does well, it, it skip? It, it's it's not really, it's not a direct uh, a direct line from uh, from you know father to son or mother to, to son. Um, there's a genetic component to it but lots of other factors as well. So I think your grandfather was presumably a little bit unfortunate, but your father is still fortunate. He's mm. still got ahead of here. So yeah. when should people see a doctor about hair loss? So it really depends how much it's bothering you. Um, I mean, I've got, I've, I know lots of people who've, who've gone, you know, lost most of the hair. They they then tend to shave the rest off and just go with the the old clean shave and look all over. Doesn't bother them. They're completely comfortable with it. Um, if it's causing you a lot of distress, then it is something you know you can you can you can come and chat about. Um, most of the treatments, if it, if it's assuming it's not uh, caused by an under an underlying illness or a deficiency of anything. Most of the treatments are not routinely available uh, as NHS treatments. Uh, so there are some treatments that you can actually apply to your scalp or medication that you can take that helps, that stimulates hair growth while you're taking them, um, but they're not, not routinely prescribable. So talk to us about prevention then. So you mentioned medication. Does do some of these things work? We see tablets. We, we hear about Wayne Rooney going for hair transplant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so in terms of treatment, uh, medication, there's one, uh, there's a medication called minoxidil that you, you you apply to the scalp. So it's a topical preparation that you put on. You see it advertised in some of the uh, the, the, the TV channels. Um, you've got to use it for at least six months, um, and it only works while you're using it. So when you stop, it, you go back to where you were before. Um, it does work, but it doesn't give you a, your hair the amount of hair you have doesn't come back to where it was prior to the hair loss, but you you would get some. Uh, there's a, a tablet called finasteride, which is uh, it's also used for prostate uh, problems that can help with hair growth or hair regrowth, um, but it it can it can also affect your your libido and uh, lead to erectile dysfunction. So there's a there's a pros and cons of these yes. things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, beyond that, I mean, if you've got complete hair loss or you've suddenly lost your hair, whatever, then 
wigs, hair pieces are are available in the NHS, for, certainly for synthetic hair. For if you want real hair, then you have to you have to go privately for that. Um, you mentioned um, Mr. Rooney um, and his uh, hair transplant. Hair transplants are are not available uh, as NHS treatments, but they are increasingly widely available elsewhere in the, in the private sector. And uh, basically, they take clumps of hair follicles from the back of your head and they transplant them to where your hair loss is usually at the front or your receding hairline um and it, they do work they do work um you do look a bit odd when you've had it done because you've got very specific mm. clumps of hair rather than normal looking hair but once it's all grown in um yeah it, it works um i know two or three people personally who've had it done and yeah, they're delighted with the result. In terms of money, how much are we talking? Are we talking 15K or more than that? Um, well, I guess it depends where you go. Um, if you go down to Harley Street, I suspect it's probably a bit more expensive than if you go to uh, somewhere more local. What, Eastern Europe? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of um, uh, cosmetic um, procedures done in uh, uh, Eastern Europe and also in the likes of Turkey. That's a that's a talk for another day, a podcast for another day. That one, um, yeah. I mean, it, you're talking significant sums of money, um, but it's a one-off. Uh, once you've had it done, that's it. You've had it done. Um, assuming it doesn't all fall out again. Uh, but it, 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 yeah, it works. It works. Um, there is another surgical uh, procedure that you can have done, which is um, actually a, what's called a scalp reduction. So instead of having a receding hairline. They they remove a bit of the scalp to essentially bring your hairline forward again. Oh man! Um, yeah, I know. I have to say, it doesn't doesn't remotely appeal to me. Um, but I guess some people would would opt for that rather than a hair transplant. Um, there's there is another option of um, sometimes you can have steroid injections into mm -hmm. the affected area, uh, or. Um, what's called platelet platelet rich plasma so they take some blood from you they spin it down they take the uh they get the plasma from it and the platelets that are in it and they re-inject it into the affected areas it, it it does have some benefits it does work but that's a that's a very specialist um treatment Not and that's pretty treatment. extreme again isn't it yeah yeah and it, it, it's uh, I suppose it is one of those. It depends how much it's how much is bothering you. Mm. Uh, you know, is it is it something that is completely destroying your your mental health and well being? In which case, you might choose to. to yeah, it's worth those, every penny, those, isn't those it? Roots. Yeah, yeah. For for those for some people, it is. But for most people, it's well. You know, I'm I'm now in my sixties. Yeah, I've gone a bit grey. Um, I'm not quite as uh, um, male model as I used to be. But hey, do you know what? Go go grey or go go thin gracefully. Um, so it's it's a very personal thing. It's a sure. very personal thing. What about smoking? If you're a smoker, would would stop smoking help with hair growth? I know um, it has many other benefits. It, it, so you'd always say yeah, stop smoking. You, you would always say stop smoking. You know, eat healthily. Um, you know, drink plenty of fluids, not too much alcohol. I, I, I'm not aware of there being a direct link with hair loss. Um, but generally, you know, if you if you're wanting to be healthier, look healthier, 
then stop smoking. So, you know, if it's if it's just your hair, okay. But if you're wanting to, you know, well, actually I want to look I want to look better, mm. I want to look healthier, well, you know, give up the cigarettes. So what, 14 pounds a packet now anyway. Oh. So you could you could save it up save up for your hair transplant by stopping smoking. Couldn't you just? And yeah. I, I've seen on yeah. chemo wards, <clears throat> chemo patients yeah. having cooling caps. Yeah, I think they the, the, they do they do use it. Um, I'm not sure the evidence for them being hugely effective is is particularly strong. But you know, when you're in that situation, if it involves sitting with a cooling cap on, you're going to do it, and, and yeah. completely understand why you would want to do it. I think you want to try anything you, anything that might help. Yeah, definitely. And just something picking up on something you said earlier uh, causes vitamin uh, iron deficiency. So would vitamin D tablets maybe help a little bit? Um, well, vitamin D probably would help with that. Um, you know, vitamin D, we because of where we live, you may be getting a little bit more sunlight than we do up here. But from sort of September through to March, we don't get enough sunlight generally in the UK, and we would normally say to people, listen, it's worth taking a vitamin D, just a, a, a simple, inexpensive vitamin D supplement um, f- for those months, mm. and then make sure you're getting enough sunlight uh, for the rest of the time. If you've got an iron deficiency, um, you know that that's something that we, we, we check your bloods, um, check your blood count, and check your iron level. And if you've got an iron deficiency, then it would be a case of getting you onto uh, iron supplements to take for two or three months to get your iron level back up to normal. Brilliant, Doc. Do you know what I think? We're done. Hair can't just grow back, can it? It sometimes does. Oh, um, really? If it's yeah. So if if you've had well, if you've had let's say you've had chemotherapy, sure, yeah. Um, you know, your hair will probably regrow. Um, if you've had a major traumatic event in you know in your life and you lose your hair, it's likely to regrow. If you've got a thyroid disorder or iron deficiency, you're likely to get regrowth. If it's the sort of standard male pattern uh, alopecia or, or baldness, then it's not going to regrow. It's it's you know those treatments may give you some benefit while you're taking them, but you don't really want to be having to take them indefinitely. Brilliant as ever, Doc. You're a genius. What you don't know, it, it's not worth knowing. Oh. oh, well, I wish that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Catch you next time on the Men's Health Matters podcast with Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. Until then, stay happy, hearty and healthy.